Well, August is upon us. I just celebrated my 18th wedding anniversary with my wife on the 11th. So we went to dinner and a movie. Stayed close to home because we've been traveling a lot this summer. Uh, just wanted to take a quick trip downtown, go to dinner and a movie. Had a lot of fun. We've been together for 20 years, married for 18. And our oldest is 12 years old. I did not like kids. I did not want kids. Although I told her I did so she'd marry me. And then she suckered me into having a kid, which was the greatest decision, choice that I ever made. I was 31 when we had him. I'm 44 now, and I feel about 62. Ah, what a wonderful summer it has been. Currently working on post, post, pre-production for a follow-up to a film I did back in 2016, 2017 called Chillicothe Makes a Movie, Blood Alley, which primarily the title for the film was Blood Alley. We're doing a follow-up, and I got a little creative with the title. Blood Alley Part 2, Chillicothe Makes Another Movie. And I was doing some Q&A sessions for pre-production. And I noticed how abnormally large my face looks uh, in those shots. And I mean, it really caused me to question what to have for lunch the next three months or if I should even bother eating anything. And they do say that the camera adds, I think it's... 10 pounds or 20 pounds but it kind of makes me wonder how many cameras were on me exactly because i i had a like a big full round looking moon pie happy face not like a human face but like those giant yellow happy faces it 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 didn't i mean I, i don't look awful i look pretty good i guess but just the big fat faced round headed i i don't know i need to work on that i don't know if i need to do some kind of like a rolling pin on my cheekbones to try to narrow out the structure or whatever, maybe have my face broken and then reassembled to be a bit thinner. Because when I was growing up, I was severely emaciated. I mean, I ate like a champ. I ate everything. I snacked and snacked and snacked. I learned a lot from Shaggy and Scooby in regards to having a, a massive appetite. But I don't know. After college and getting married and... um it just sort of started sticking with me. And I'm a average size, but much larger than I used to be because I was super skinny, like nasty skinny, Ethiopia skinny, like someone was holding the porridge from me. And now I have been eating the tub of porridge. But enough about me. We are here today to kick off a new episode of Paranormally Speaking. And I really hope you enjoy it. I'll try not to make it as boring as the last episode. I fell asleep listening to it myself, so I can only imagine what my listening audience is going through. And here we go. An experienced and well-respected psychiatrist claims that demons are real and they are very, very nasty. After working seven years in one of the largest psychiatric hospitals in the world, 18 years in the psych department of a large state prison, two years in the largest mental health center in the city, and over 11 years working in hospital ERs dealing with psych crises, he has seen things that fly in the face of both reason and his academic training. 
After what he experienced on the front lines, he has no doubt that demons exist. He has both seen and spoken to them, and they are very nasty. The voices of schizophrenics hear the voices that they hear are not always hallucinations. Many times, as psychiatry maintains, many times the psychiatrist insists that if you give these so-called hallucinations any attention, such as questioning patients about their nature, you are making these patients worse, according to experts. Ignoring their demands to not query these patients. Now, this psychiatrist found that the voices that some schizophrenics hear run well-defined and predictable and destructive patterns, very different from common hallucinations. Once these hallucinations become aware that he was providing information to these patients that would weaken the voices, he became both a threat and a target to them. It became clear that what psychiatry insisted was merely hallucinations were not always the case, but being aware of what was going on around them. In one case, a patient that he had never seen before reported his voices warned him to stay away from him the minute he walked into the emergency room. Providing people with knowledge of the existence of this menace and how they manifest in our lives is last thing these demonic entities desire. They want to go on believe you believing that in this age of science, demons are fictional. A maniacal throwback to medieval and prehistoric days. Tales of the uneducated. They are thrilled that you ignore the 23 or more times Jesus mentioned in the New Testament casting out demons. And even more pleased when you view the Bible, both Old and New Testament, is irrelevant to this issue. They prefer you to believe that science is just that and God is dead and demons don't exist. The Christian and the Hebrew faith speaks very heavily about the dangers of demonic forces, about our battles on earth will not be against physical entities, but against the supernatural, the unknown, the unseen, the spiritually damning. It's so much easier for these evil entities to go about their destructive work in stealth when their existence is denied by the millions of upon whom they prey. Like a tapeworm whose victim is ignorant of its presence. They don't want you to know they exist. This isn't about religion. This is about understanding that spirits exist and that evil spirits fear love and certain phrases from biblical text as well as the cor the or hora. The information that upsets them the most is to which they react the strongest is your becoming aware that they feed off of you. They really hate when you learn their names. They drain and steal your life energy. In order to do this, they must first turn your emotional state negative. It is only negative emotional energy that sustains them. Look at the state of the world today and their negative influence and the production of negative emotional energy becomes very clear. They want no interference with their food source, that being us. They don't want you to have a family or friends or for you to be educated about how to interfere with their attacks. They want you isolated and alone. They hate when you go to church or read the Bible or any spiritual scripture for that matter and will attempt to convince you that these activities are boring and fruitless. They do this in a manner least suspected. 
by inserting ideas in your head and then attempting to convince you to believe and act on them. Often your own detriment, this is their way. Being aware that demons really do exist is the first step toward countering and eliminating their negative influences on your life. If you look back upon your life, you will see that when you get into a negative funk, your energy disappears. You can't get anything done. No one ever questions where their energy reserve has gone. Many schizophrenic patients reported they can actually feel their energy leave when they are attacked by their demonic voices. Despite the one-to-one correlation between the appearance of the voices and their energy disappearing, they are not permitted awareness of this connection. Who do these demons attack and why do they do it? They attack anyone and everyone who unwittingly allows it. They've been known to enter into people experimenting with Ouija boards, EVP, and playing around with satanic rituals and satanic literature. Victims of severe physical, emotional, or sexual abuse are prime targets. They are already primed to feel bad about themselves. Extreme cases of attacks are labeled paranoid schizophrenia by psychiatric community. But everyday common people like you and I are subject to attack too. You need to know that being attacked does not mean you are crazy. It does not mean you are mentally ill. There's no malfunction of the brain. Saying otherwise would be like saying that robbery or rape victims are mentally ill. They were attacked and so were you. Why do they drain people's energy? The negative energy produced by negative emotion is their food source. If they can get you to generate negative feelings, it is that negative emotion upon which they feast. It may sound bizarre, but it is absolutely true. It is the reason vampire movies subsequently shake us to our core. Subconsciously, of course. These entities are energy vampires. A really good question is, how are these demons able to do these things? They get you to generate negative emotion for their consumption by inserting negative, guilt-ridden, fearful, or distressing thoughts into your mind, then urging you to believe and respond to those thoughts as if they are true. They are sly, and they use trickery and lies to manipulate you into hearing, sensing, or feeling something troublesome or fearful. False evidence appearing real. Evidence of their activity becomes clear to the average person when an unwelcome intrusive thought barges into your mind. A thought so repulsive that on your own you would never have come up with such ugliness and you certainly have no intention of acting on it. You intuitively feel that such a thought is wrong, not yours, and does not belong in your mind. So think about this. If you're not, if it's not your intention to bring up such a thought, entertain or act upon it, then where did it originate? If it's not you and doesn't belong in your head, then it has come from outside of you. You may ask yourself, are people helpless against this? Not at all. You are not helpless against these things, but you do need to get your head out of the sand, realize they exist, and get to know how your enemy operates. There are many things you can do to fight back and eventually reach a point where you can live your life without their interference and attacks. If things are constantly going wrong in your life, there is a high probability that you are under spiritual attack. The most important thing 
is they absolutely do not want you to know is that they can invade your mind and are energy parasites feeding off of your life energy like a tapeworm absorbs food passing through your intestines. These entities need negative emotional energy to survive. They are successful when you assume their thought implants belong to you and are your thoughts. They will tell you they are your own thoughts once you become aware of this parasite enemy and the game it plays. You don't have to buy into anything that is not from you. You are higher spiritual source. This is not a physical war, it's a spiritual one. And it's as serious as it gets. It may surprise you to know that these parasites have complete access to your memory. In the case of one patient, for this doctor, they brought up guilt-ridden behavior that she had forgotten for years. They can and will find the most negative and guilt-provoking incidences they can find in your mind and bring them to your awareness. Then they continue to rub your transgressions in your face as long as you don't forgive yourself and continue to generate negative emotion. All negative thoughts they insert into your mind about yourself are custom designed to make you feel guilty, angry, worthless, helpless, and hopeless. Remember the times you've obsessed over past transgressions and just couldn't get something you'd done wrong out of your mind? If only I had not done that, said that, things would be different. If only I could take that back, life would be better. If only I'd been there, that would not have happened. This is them at work. The longer they can keep beating you up and allowing you to beat yourself up, the more negative energy you generate and the larger the feast you provide for these parasites. They then use your own life energy against you, fostering conflict and turmoil and insisting others can't be trusted. Let's begin in the 2000s and the Afghan war. Troops stationed at a base in Mansoul reported an encounter with a creature they claimed was a demon. The report says these troops jumped into action after receiving the call that the base was under imminent attack. They did as trained, grabbed their kit and weapons and reported to their stations ready to defend themselves and the base. They watched an attack unfold as men Enemy combatants began scaling the perimeter wall. The troops began to shoot. In the melee, many of the attackers were hit, but one of these was particularly strange. As the bullet tore into the attacker, a plume of black smoke was seen to rise out of the body. At the time, the troops thought it could be a suicide vest that was hot and damaged or failed to detonate. But this is when things took a turn for the strange. The smoke began to form into a shape. This shape resembled a man, and to add to the weirdness, a pair of red glowing eyes appeared along with a mouth. The apparition smiled at the troops, turned, and ran only to fade away to nothing after a few steps. Could this have been a ghost, or demon, or how about a jinn? A jinn is a creature commonly found in Middle Eastern mythology. The soldiers had no clue and were obviously shaken by the encounter and did not talk about the incident for many years. But jinn ghosts or specters are not the only thing to have appeared to troops battling in the Middle East. And now, a word from our sponsor.
Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Bernie Sanders says he'll reveal the truth about aliens if he's elected president. So far, we've had two presidential candidates, one who is currently and unfortunately still our president, Donald Trump, who said at several of his little pep rallies that if he is reelected president, he will cure cancer. He will eradicate AIDS. And then Joe Biden turns around and says the same stupid thing. Neither one of these men have the power the intellect or the resources to do that. So making that a part of a campaign promise is political suicide, stupid and just outright cruel. The Democratic 2020 candidate, Bernie Sanders, told Joe Rogan that if elected, he will reveal if UFOs exist, but only because his wife told him to. Presidential candidate Bernie Sanders has pledged to reveal the truth about aliens if he's elected in 2020. Podcast host Joe Rogan, like I said, asked the senator from Vermont in the final moments of an hour-long interview. He would tell the public about aliens and UFOs if he were to find something out while in office. Well, I'll tell you, my wife would demand that I let you know, Sanders replied with a laugh, adding that she had pressed him in his role as senator for any information on aliens. He said he doesn't have access to those kind of records. Sanders went on to say that if he did become president and found out anything about aliens, he'd announce it on the Joe Rogan experience. Though, this is a common question for Rogan to ask his guests. It comes after a recent uptick in conversations about UFOs following a rise in reports of unidentified aircraft by military pilots earlier this year. When asked about the increase in reports during an interview with ABC News in June, President Donald Trump provided little clarity on the origin of these reports. I think it's probably, I want them to think whatever they think. They do say, and I've seen, and I've read, and I've heard, and I did have one very brief meeting on it, but people are saying they're seeing UFOs. Do I believe it? Not particularly, he said. We're watching, and you'd be the first to know. To the disappointment of UFO watchers, Trump's predecessor was equally vague when pried for information on extraterrestrials when asked whether he'd demanded to see all of the classified files about Area 51 and UFOs on Jimmy Kimmel Live in 2015. President Barack Obama deflected with jokes. The aliens won't let it happen. You'd reveal all their secrets, and they'd exercise strict control over us, Obama said. I can't reveal anything. Kimmel also asked Presidents George W. Bush and Bill Clinton the same thing, to no avail. Given Sanders' pledge, UFO watchers should be interested to see what he can reveal should he succeed in making his way to the Oval Office. Ah, what is up with the people in power? Ah, the left is on the left side, like Jeffrey Epstein is going to take down Donald Trump. 
The right is over here on the right saying, Jeffrey Epstein is going to take down the Clintons. And here I am just sitting here like the fact that a current and former president both have ties to a pedophile who runs an international sex ring and sex slavery ring should tell you everything you need to know about the current state of U.S. politics. Jeffrey Epstein, of course, was found over the weekend dead by a supposed suicide in his jail cell. And then within a matter of hours, you've got Trump tweeting and sharing tweets along with his Beavis and Butthead sons claiming that the Clintons had something to do with it, that they had him killed, that they always have someone killed that gets in their way. If that were true, then Donald Trump and his entire family would not be alive because for Hillary to have secured the seat as president, she would have just had him killed if she had that kind of power. Furthermore, Trump and his administration is over the Department of Justice, which is a federal institute over the federal penitentiary, which was holding Epstein in order to await trial. So all of those things weighing over the fact that he was kept in that and taken off suicide watch and then ends up dead, that to me reeks of conspiracy. And I got away from conspiracy theories years ago. They're dangerous. My phone lines were tapped. I had black helicopters following me. I won't get into it. But to then turn the attention away from you without even being so much as provoked right away and you being the only one who's really accused of rape in this situation and these recruiting proceedings that took place on your property in Mar-a-Lago with Epstein and his hired hands recruiting underage girls in Mar-a-Lago, your property, Mr. President, what are you trying to hide? Why are you kicking up so much dust towards those around you that have no power over anything, nowhere near as much power as you have? What are you scared of? I'd like to know. Send me an email at parksparanormal at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear your opinion. The harsh reality is, no matter what side of the fence you're on, Republican, Democrat, Independent, Green Party, Tea Party, Coffee Party, Party like it's 1999, the problem is, with absolute power, there's absolute corruption. And when you give elected officials power like this, it takes it away from the people, even though it's supposed to be of the people, for the people, by the people. It's restricted from the people. And those that are the richest 1%, eight families in all, basically, own over 60% of the wealth in the world itself. And out of those eight families, six of them reside in the United States, predominantly. So when it comes time to vote, we're given freedom as a cushion to make us believe that we're truly a free nation. And reality is going to be decided for us anyway. I still vote, so I have a reason to complain and gripe and grumble in a public setting because I exercised my right to vote. Because we still have that right to exercise. And yeah, they're tallied. Yeah, they count to a certain extent. But... When push comes to shove, whoever they want in there is who the powers will be. 
put in there. And we have no say over it. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. ...himself in a perilous situation. Some may doubt such a thing, however... And the light of what we know about bears and winter and Bigfoot's documented interaction with other children, I'm going to say it was Bigfoot. Well, that's all for today and for this week. Keep watching the skies, keep searching for Bigfoot, watch out for Mothman, keep battling demons entertain spirits and ghosts because they may need you to cross over for them to cross over and also keep an eye out for ufos and if you're in a big body of water watch out for mythological and cryptozoological water monsters such as champ ogopogo and nessie have a great weekend and keep me in mind for next week when you want to listen to a podcast hopefully this was way more entertaining than most thank you very much